Hi, John. Oh, hi, Merlin. How's it going? Good. Good? Good. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Mm. Mm. Oh, no. Is it too early? Mm. No, no, no. I'm I'm fine. I'm just adjusting levels here. I I'm we're we're doing this today. Uh we're going we're going we're going no coffee today. Why? Why why? Well, I'm not doing it on purpose. Oh. There's just no coffee in the house. Oh no. Yeah, so we're going to do a no we're going to do a just woke up and no coffee crutch show. Oh, don't say crutch, John. You don't mean well, that. Well, but the Don't say just cuz you're under caffeinated. Don't say things you don't mean. I don't I don't mean it crutch like I mean You're not being ableist. No, no, no. I mean crutch like um hot. It's just hot, you know? Mm. Hmm. You know, it's it's something right now, something that that would be hot that mm. I would be drinking. It's not that it's oh. coffee. It doesn't matter that it's coffee. Do you have other options? Do you have a tea that you could make or you know, maybe you could warm up some oat milk or something? I'd be happy to pause if you want to go make something uh, hot. I know I just don't feel like a tea is quite the I mean, I just said that it wasn't about it being coffee, that it was about it being hot, but it's not. You were being gracious. I was. It's really about it being coffee. Ah, uh, John, is this something you can fix today? I mean, I'll have a coffee later. Okay, okay, listen, listen, listen. Let's keep this short. Okay. Okay. okay? Well, I you know. No, because the thing no. is, once we get going, okay. Once we get going, it's going to be fine. You can hear already. I'm, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Are you fine? I sure. I'm just my normal self. You got a lot going on right now. I'm not fine in that sense. No. Right. Okay. No. All right. All right. Um, listen. <laughs> mm, go on. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of tech things today. It's really upsetting. Um. Uh, so, so John, John Roderick, um, you know, uh, we left a lot of threads. I, I, I'm, I'm just, just so we're clear here. I probably had too yeah. much coffee, which is a goddamn oh. shame. Sheesh. Talk about a crutch. Uh, uh, I didn't warn you about this, mm. but, mm, mm -hmm. but, but we left a few threads hanging. Oh, okay. When we took our little, little summer break. Oh. And I, I got three threads here. Which I consider hung, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to let you talk about whatever you want because it's your show. But sure, I've identified at least three things that I consider a hanging thread. Some hanging chads. A hanging chad. You know what I? You know what I realized yesterday? I realized <laughs> yesterday that that's when everything started going to shit. <laughs> the wheels came off right there. Yeah, with the I know. I was chads. thinking about it because everybody goes, oh, 9-11, never forget. But then I was thinking about it. It's partly because I listened to a podcast about the uh, the 2000 election not too long ago. But That'll if you happen. really go back, you know, you know, remember how, um, remember how, um, uh, uh, who's the guy on Barney Miller? Who was the smart guy? Dietrich. Dietrich? Dietrich, yeah. And Dietrich's Dietrich. the smart guy. And, and, and Dietrich uh, was, says, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody started protesting Vietnam you know, in 67. And, and he knew something was happening in the 50s because of the French and whatnot. Oh, right? sure, the French, right. Okay, so everybody's going to say... You know, he was, he was smart and he was sloppy. He was a real role model. I love that me. guy. Boy, I love that actor. He was good. But, but I'm trying to pivot here to yeah. say that a lot of people are going to tell you 9-11, never forget. I'm just here to tell you, I think the true beginning of everything going to shit was that goddamn election. Which Year I'm, 2000, I'm gonna, never forget. I'm, never forget. I'm looking at you, Florida. That, that's, that's when the rail started getting gone off of, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks Brothers Revolution. <sighs> 
Anyway, let's. Um, I got three. Um, I got three threads. I got lots of lots of things to say about that. If I had a little bit more coffee, but let's go. Well, let's save it for the show. Save let's it for the dive, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Let's okay. dive right into the threads. Okay, and, and and you can add to these if you got others. I got three threads that I consider hung. I've got yeah. uh, what's going on with your house right. situation writ large. That's number one. Number two, how things went with your trip or trips. How all that went. And the third one that Captain I think trips. now this may be too much to do without coffee. I know your listeners and, and fan folk are going to want to know what's going on. <laughs> the fan folk. Oh, the fan They're folk. in the Shire. Yeah, they live in the they like house. They like smoking their pipe and they got their little round doors. <laughs> the wizard's always hitting his head on the chandelier. <laughs> and then uh, okay, uh, the third one the, is the third yeah. one is the what's going on with the Western State Hurricanes record. Oh, oh, sure. So sure, you sure, pick sure, you got sure, house, sure, you got sure, trip, sure, you got hurricanes. Sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Are any of those of interest to you, John? I know it's early. Well, you know, it's all of interest, right? I mean, mm. this is all. It's all. Everything's. Everything's everything. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's really true. Time is a flat circle. This is this. Mm, this is this. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. <laughs> well, let's say. Yeah. Let's so well. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, solipsism's a solipsism. Rawr, 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 rawr. How about? Well, I'll give you a little brief. Mm, boy, mm. So, I wish to God you had some of this coffee. Der, oh, mm. Yeah, I can. This ta- is kind of worse. Than, this is way worse than me drinking in front of you. I can isn't almost it? taste it. It's uh, it's real good. It's low acid coffee that we get. It's, it's a company it's called Teemans. Kind of, we get Teemans yeah, low acid coffee. Teeman. It's the uh, it's teeming with goodness. Mm, mm. Uh, you can take you can you can t- tell that it's hot, right? First of all, just by the way you're kind of. Because I'm doing the thing it. my stepfather used to do. Every drink he ever took in his life, he did this. <laughs> <laughs> three, it has three parts. It goes. <laughs> He's having a second cup. God, I hated him so much. He never, he never has, has a second, second cup, cup of my coffee. My coffee. <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Mac Weldon. You can learn more about Mac Weldon right now by visiting MacWeldon.com. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's really so very easy to use. Their site is so great. It shows you what discount you're getting. You just put stuff in your basket and, and then you buy it. It's so easy. Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you'll ever wear. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. I know my co-host loves those. And they want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you with no questions asked. Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. Whatever you're doing, I use it for podcasting. So listen, now here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, go commando here. All right, I'm going to come out of the closet, and I'm going to tell you, there's an item that they have that is my absolute favorite shirt. One of my favorite shirts I've ever owned. I I bought a flannel shirt in 2004 that I liked a lot, but it fell apart, but not with Mack Weldon. What I love and recommend, I bought uh, bought my my second one of these, it looks like, uh, in April. Tech Cashmere Long Sleeve. Navy Heather XL. Uh, just trust me on this. It's going to cost you a little bit, but boy, is this ever a nice shirt. My, my, my daughter wore it yesterday, and I got kind of mad. It, it was cute that she was wearing it, but it was kind of bothersome to me because it's a really nice shirt, and I don't want her to screw it up and get paint on it or anything. But uh, but whatever you do, you go to Mack Weldon. Their stuff is so great. Big fan. Love the Pima Cotton Tea. Love it all. Uh, just huge fan. Please go. Please go right now. Okay, okay. What I want you to do is you go to MacWeldon.com and you're gonna get 20% off using the promo code R-O-T-L. Once again, that's MacWeldon.com, 
20% off with the offer code uh, ROTL, just like it sounds. Our thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> Our thanks to Mac Weldon. Um, uh, so, <laughs> uh, so okay, so here's what happened most recently. How about if I start with most recently? Yeah, sure. Uh, I got back from my trip. I went by the... Um, I went by the house that uh, that has continued to be the best house. Um, I've been looking for a house now for a year, and uh, there was uh, there was a house early on that was the that was a house I went to tour like three times, and then I went back one day when there was nobody there. And tried all the doorknobs until I found one that was open, and then I just went went in it and walked around it for an afternoon. Whoa! This isn't just just for our, for our listeners and and fan folk. Uh, this is uh, is this the mid century modern craveability that you had this this one house that was near your uh, kind of I don't know, not too much opsec here, but like it's kind right. of near where where your daughter lives, yeah. and it's a mid century modern that intrigued you. Yes, well, but there was this original one. There was the first one that I saw that intrigued me. And here, there were a few problems with it. Here, there were, there were a few great things. First of all, you drive up, it's got a circular driveway, there's a Japanese garden. Uh, it's, you know, it's got uh, real wood shingles, roof shingles. Um, it's very intriguing looking, kind of wide, low house. Uh, and then you walk in, and the first problem, this house was 4,000... 250 feet 4200 square foot house which is a large that's big house that's unless four times talk- the size of our flat my goodness yeah unless you're talking about a mcmansion which are they're often 15,000 square feet and most of it is just entryway or mud rooms they have a lot of mud mud room they do mm-hmm. have mud rooms uh this was like a house built in the mid 60s and when you walked in it was a it was a house built for entertaining merlin it had a, a living room and a dining room and a kitchen all on the you know all on the the main floor and each thing was a giant version of itself hmm. uh, the whole front of the house was a wall of windows and you could see the ocean and you could see the di- wow. the distant mountains and um and then as you wandered around this first floor where you were imagining having a party with 400 people to benefit the local uh, violin makers mm-hmm. or whatever people have parties to benefit yes uh then you realize like well, where do the people live and then sort of in the back you go through a door and here's this this beautiful bedroom again with the wall of windows and then there's another bedroom which has a has one of those do you remember in elementary school this may not have happened in ohio but um where they would turn one room into two by drawing a very thick vinyl curtain that was kind of accordion oh absolutely uh-huh you know what I mean? The it's, it's I do. You, not, you've got something like um, today they call them a multi-purpose room. Multi-purpose room. Yeah, Thank but you, you could do that with acoustic panels that slide. But no, I totally remember that. That was like such a I'm going to say '60s thing. Yes, yes. The vinyl, um, but, but it's heavy vinyl. It's not. It's not light. It's mm-hmm. like the type of thing you would use. It's, to, it's sort of like a window shade in reverse, but an accordion. Right. And sideways, right? Sideways, yes. Uh, so there was a there was a big room, but it had one of those in the middle. Hmm. And does it go into the wall, or is it always accordioned up? No, it, it is it like an it Apple ha- store where they have a door has- where they can hide the uh-huh. gate, or is it is it something where it's just always a sticking out? Well, what it turned out 
in spending some time in this house is that this family had seven children. It's a lot of and children. So it is. And so this was a room that was, I think, meant to be either two boys' rooms or two girls' rooms. But they could open this wall up and do that thing that every oh. teenager wants, which is to have their rooms be all one big room. Mm-hmm. And they had built-in desks and stuff. It was very – and then – anyway, then you would go downstairs – and in the downstairs, it was an absolute warren of rooms. There were five more bedrooms. There was a Jesus. giant room that would have been like the was ultimate. Was this anywhere bed- in your price range? This sounds very costly. It sounds At like the- a bespoke home, like with a lot of customizations that people are going to, mm-hmm. did somebody die? I mean, are they trying to unload it? This sounds very costly. Well, the thing is, this these neighborhoods that I'm looking in, everybody's dying. It's a, okay. it's, it's basically, it's that, just that's a, how you know they're good, huh? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's a kill show down here, <laughs> and um, every, you know, every hour, another 92 year old is like, I can't live in this house anymore, and their kids are like, All right, Dad, we'll put you in a home, and then mm. they sell it. You know, they're trying to sell it right as fast as they can. This was a house. I mean, a lot of these houses are occupied by the original owners. Mm-hmm. This is one of those, um, oh, wow. or it was. It was, you know, and there's seven kids, right? So they're that's not, a lot I, to take care of for an older person. Like jokes aside, that's a lot to crazy. take care of. Well, but also the seven kids. Think about it. They don't. Not one of them is like, I want to live in mom and dad's house. Hmm. And also they don't because who? Nobody has seven kids anymore. Mm-hmm. And also. They're like, I'm sure these seven kids have been fighting over stuff since they were all born. So there's a place you could, if it was zoned for, you could turn it into an office for a startup. Yeah, it's exactly what it would be an incredible office for a startup. I mean, down to the down to the curtains, you know, or the uh, the accordions. But then in the in the basement, it's like there's another kitchen. There's a giant. Oh my god, uh, I got such a boner right now. This sounds amazing. Multi-purpose room, then five bedrooms, and then a room that was uh, like their gardening tool shed that that was the big enough that they like would drive their riding lawnmower right into it and park it. And and then then this band practice room. Oh, and also the basement all had you know uh, super tall ceilings too. Oh, and it was uh, did I tell you it was like wood paneled ceilings. Anyway, so I walked around this place, and I, so the downsides were it was uh, it was forced hot water heating. Hmm. So kind of like if you had radiators, mm-hmm. like in a New York uh, apartment building. Yeah. But but just in a normal house, there's like a boiler, and then it's piping water up through all the rooms. It looks like a radiator, like an electric radiator at the a baseboard heater, mm-hmm. but. It's actually got hot water running through it. That's probably anyway, ori- that's probably original. It's original, and it kind of the the people saw well, that it sounds like, like something that's just ripe to break. Yeah, they were like, "I'm not sure if it's working right now." Mm. And I was like, "Okay," but also there were like six bathrooms. Oh what it was going to need was a oh, I know you, you could have one just for diarrhea. <laughs> you could have <laughs> a bespoke of- diarrhea bathroom that you don't even tell people. Maybe put a bookcase in front of it, but that's your place now. There was a bathroom in the basement oh, that you there was a there was a bathroom and then a, like a like a big bathroom two sinks and then you would walk down to the end and there was like a big shower kind of like a gym oh, shower God. but then if you went through the shower you'd come out the other side in another bathroom oh my fucking god because there's seven kids trying to get ready for school in the oh. morning 
And so there, I, I always imagined there was a boy's side and a girl's side, and they would like yell out like, "Okay, the shower's clear." Oh my god! Uh, really, really something. Anyway, no, I couldn't afford it at the time. I hadn't sold my house. I didn't have no bank would loan me money. I wandered through this place, and I had, you know, I had to kind of sit on the floor in the living room and go, "Okay, I can't have this house." So. Hey, can, the, can I just ask in passing when you when you uh, you didn't break in you walked in when you walked in you spent the afternoon there I mean you're there's the analytical part of like you could certainly be thinking about the the money you, you, I would certainly have an erection from all the bathrooms but like did it, what did it feel like did it feel like anybody had, were there ghosts was there any what was the feel of the place It really felt like I was inside the Brady Bunch mm -hmm. like inside them each individually. And mom and dad and Alice. Oh, interesting. Um, You're the ghost. I'm the ghost. It felt, I mean, everything was original. Yeah. So it, the kitchen was original. There was like, there was a little desk, a built-in desk in the kitchen with a phone built into oh. the wall where you would sit and talk to your, your friends while yes. everybody, everybody else was sitting in the kitchen. You can, there you was, can gossip and drink pop. Mm, oh my God. So much pop got got consumed inside in this house. the Brady bunch outside on the porch overlooking the ocean. There was, it was plumbed. It was gas plumbed, uh, barbecues that were just built in to the house. Oh my God. And they were like, this must've been, were, this must've just been the tits when it was built. It was dynamite. I mean, this is all, all this stuff is, somewhat dated and probably in my mind I'm thinking a lot of upkeep maintenance replacement is coming right. in the next five years. Right. But like this place must have been just a, a work of art when when it came out. It was incredible because these it's like, like when everybody suddenly wanted a sunken living room, there was like these these certain things that came along were like suddenly, you know, it, you had to have that. And this almost had a, the living room almost felt like a sunken living room. It's just that when the when the sliding glass doors were open in the front, oh did I mention that most of the wall of windows were also was this designed by was, was this an architect who lived it there? It was. It was okay. An I don't know if an architect lived there, but an architect certainly designed it. There's not another one in the world. It sounds really unique. But you could be at a party and and walk out the door, out the sliding glass door oh. of the living room, and at, down the porch and in the sliding glass room of the dining room, while in conversation with someone that was walking along inside the house the whole time, and you wouldn't even notice the passage of. You have so many good words, and all I can think is everybody in the family doesn't have to poop in the same room. No, they each have their own bathroom. You could poop, you could poop in so many places. <laughs> you could do it would be like it would be like fucking Disneyland. You could just you could just go to Frontierland and drop a deuce. But it was it was uh, you know like the it was it was wall to wall carpet in the living room because mm. that was the style at the time. Of course, of course, and it was like. This kind of, um, I don't know, it was jello colored. No flavor. Uh, it was like, it wasn't, it was like lemon. It wasn't lime jello. It was okay. lemon jello. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I was, I had to just go like, okay, this is a great home. But at the time, it was early in my search, and I felt like, oh, well, I've been looking for a house for three weeks, and this one came up. So no reason to sound the alarm bells. I'm sure that. That they're hanging hanging down all the time, these chads. Mm -hmm. And so I let it pass unto another mm. with no protest. Okay. And immediately out in front, 
uh, a giant dumpster showed up. And for the next nine months, that dumpster filled and was removed and came back and was filled and was removed. Hmm. So I could tell what was happening. They were fixing it up. You think they were gutting out all the cool stuff? But they were taking out all the cool stuff. They were taking out the original kitchen. They were taking out everything. That makes me sad. That, that, that would have been such. That would have been such. The, so perfect for somebody. I understand somebody's investing in this place. They're probably going to try and, as they say, flip it. But yep. like, because for somebody that would be so amazing. For me, it would be so amazing. It would be pretty neat. And what what happens is, you know, there's this cult. It's not a cult. It's a mm. business fraud. Mm. But there's a business fraud uh, that came along a long time ago, and it, I. I'm sure you're aware that green construction is Ugh, so much of the green kind, stuff. So much of the green stuff is a racket. It's totally a racket, and yeah. and and one of the ways that that it's a racket is they come in and they buy a hundred year old house that's doing just fine, and they tear it down and then they build green. <laughs> well, the the whole thing, you know, the whole so exercise, many resources <laughs> go into that new stuff. Yeah, it just it just basically costs the world one million tons of carbon. <laughs> yeah, in order I mean, to l- l- build yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's a wonderful Planet Money recently that was just hair curling about what the fuck exactly is going on with recycling right now. Uh, it just blew my mind. And basically, yeah. the the thesis is: don't email me. The thesis is that at this it's juncture, all performance, right? It's just fake. well, the plastic in particular at this point because of. Um, uh, Project National Sword in China, they don't want our plastic anymore and because right. it's just not clean enough. And there were unique economic circumstances in the 90s that made it, they needed, a, they needed something to put on ships coming back to China. So they said, hey, why don't we bring this stuff we can recycle? Oh, by the way, also wages are really low. And if we don't like it, we can just throw any of it into the ocean. Right. Which is what they did. And so at this point, it actually is better for the, if you have a, in their example, a peanut butter jar with some peanut butter in it, don't waste water trying to clean that out. Send it to the landfill. It's actually better for the environment than wasting the hot water to put yeah. it onto a truck that takes it to another truck, that takes it to a train, that takes it to a <laughs> ship that might go to Indonesia at this point. And, and then that, they dump it in the ocean. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I've got that on the brain right now. Yeah, um, I know. It's, but it, but, and it's, but that's, that's the thing with all this green stuff. I mean, some of it obviously makes a ton of sense. Solar, to me, it seems like a kind of a no-brainer. Solar is a great thing. And a lot of this stuff, I mean, a lot of it is, it's just that if you are replacing something old that already works fine, Mm -hmm. what you're doing is just, I mean, all the sunk costs of that thing you're burning. And then you're, I mean, reuse is better than recycling, but the thing better than reuse is just not, it's just use. (laughs) Just don't fuck with it. Just don't fuck with it. Right. And then, and and so the racket I'm referring to is the double pane window racket. Mm. You see, most, single pane windows mm-hmm. are fine. Mm-hmm. The the heat that is escaping your house is not by and large escaping through your single pane windows. It's escaping through your uninsulated attic mm-hmm. and your uninsulated walls. And but the double pane window racket uh, it works because people sit in their house in the winter and they sit next to a window and they feel a chill and they go, "Oh, these windows." Mm-hmm. Oh. They can't, and, they can't feel how much the heat is going through the ceiling because that's what heat do. Yeah, that's what heat do. Uh, and so, but a lot, especially like these mid-century windows, they're thick 
glass. I mean, if you move into mm-hmm. an 1890s house and the glass is, is the the uh, the glass is turning liquid gradually and sort of sinking down in the. I mean, that's not even going to happen in an 1890s house as much as like a 1790s house. But anyway, you, when I moved into this house, which part of the reason I bought it is it has all its original windows. Um, I'm talking about my farm. Mm-hmm. I got so many flyers slipped under the door in the first nine months of like time to replace those windows. Hey, a homeowner. Mm-hmm. And, and you can tell it's a racket because, because they send kids around with clipboards to knock on your door and say, Hey, I can get you a great deal. And, 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 and so, and so what they're doing, they're preying on the elderly basically and on dumb new homeowners where where you can tell the kid with a clipboard is just just a summer hire that's um, that's basically working on some kind of really bad commission structure. They sit on your porch and they try and like they, they really pressure you to to hear their spiel. They've got a they've got a spiel. It's it's exactly like uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. except you probably get more out of of. Uh, Believing in Jehovah, than right? You do I mean, you could, you could you could work for if you have that personality, you could work for Greenpeace, you could work um, for for Sonic uh, Internet, They're just the classic door to doors. Right. But I would also include a Jehovah's Witness. They they've got a they got a bit they they got a thing they want to sell you on. If you want to hear the patter, you know, mm-hmm. you can have an afternoon of fantastic <laughs> trouble. conversation. Right here in River City. Anyway, I'm sure that they were taking all these windows out at a great expense, replacing them with. Double pane vinyl, which basically crap. turns turns your house into a toxic terrarium. <laughs> but also the ubiquitous granite countertop, the ubiquitous mm-hmm. stainless steel appliances, the things that every brand new, like cheapo condo downtown has. Somehow, people flipping houses also think that's what you want in your mid century. Yeah, get one of those deep sinks. Oh, deep sink. Got to get the, the deep granite. sink. Oh, the granite. Everyone wants granite. Got to get the granite. Got to get the granite. Granite. It's the sign that you have arrived. Your countertops are granite. If you don't have granite, you're obviously a poor. When I walked into my farm and I saw that they had granite countertops and they had put stainless steel appliances and cherry wood cabinets, <laughs> my heart fell. Mm-hmm. But I loved my house so much that I bought it in spite of it, although, mm-hmm. it, although it taunted me all these years. Your kitchen was extremely modern. It's very modern. Mm-hmm. But not modern like, zoo, here's George Jetson. It's modern like, mm-hmm. hey, I went to Lowe's. Right, right. Uh, I, the, the designer at Lowe's showed me a palette of colors. <laughs> anyway, I had to let this house go, okay. and I had to watch it get desecrated. Oh. Um, and then in the, in the month that followed, I did not see beautiful mid-century modern homes in proliferation, Sam, I am. I realized how rare that house was because oh, I thought, oh, you know, it's it's a killing field out here. 90-year-olds dropping left and right and all their yeah. architect design homes coming up for sale. Sure. No, what I was finding is a lot of mid-century modern homes that had granite countertops and stainless steel appliances and canned lights and ha- and and the laminate floors that had already been it's like a, it's like a, a it's like i had to get you know, get some new glasses so we had to go to hayes valley and uh, it's, yeah it's fine it's, it's hilarious there is a row on one block there's a way suitcases parachute sheets warby parker glasses 
And I think another one coming soon, but it's hilarious. It's like podcast internet ad row. <laughs> and like every, so many of the men, the men in their 20s look like some kind of like bad clone of Travis McElroy. It's like mm. they all have a beard and an undercut. You know what I mean? And, and it's, and that's the thing with this house, like that will, that it's, it's, you see these, you see these marks. And this is one thing that was so interesting about the hate for the longest time until the probably late nineties was like, it had been such a shitty neighborhood. Like if you think about the panhandle and hate and some of that stuff, we're like, to our, the, to our international listeners, he's referring to the hate Ashbury neighborhood. Yes. Made famous by the hippies. The hippies. But, you know, I mean, a lot, it's, what's interesting is for so long, these absentee neglectful landlords didn't do fucking anything to these houses, which You're made them. You're telling the story of Portland, Oregon now. What, is, that, is that right? They got, they got, they got, they got, uh, they got strippers and, and they got, uh, houses. So Portland did the same thing that you're saying, which but it's is like, they, it's all I was gonna say, it's like a time capsule. We're like, holy shit, this formica like has not been touched. <laughs> but well, and, that, and, and that that ends up looking wonderful when you come in and fix it later and restore it. But with you don't have to have it grow a beard and get an undercut. You could do something that's not the deep sink and the and the and the granitizing of the counters. You don't have to do that. That's going to, that's going to be like canopies on Chick-fil-A in the eighties. It's going to look so fucking dated in 15 years. You're going to, you're going to have the affluence of an earlier age in a way that you don't have the foresight to see right now. Like like Jenko jeans and fucking, you know, day glow colored sweatshirts with Frankie say on it. It's just anyway, Frankie say, Frankie say, say, relax. Frankie See, I always thought I should say Frankie. Sa- mm. I thought we thought I should say Frankie says, but they're saying Frankie. First of all, they're English, and they right. they, they they do plurals different. Frankie say. Frankie say. Relax. Don't do it. Um, it turns out that it's very hard, and I think expensive, to think outside the box in this instance because the mass production of kitchens has become a, like an industry an industry unto itself and there aren't other options i went mm. to a appliance store with a friend not very long ago because this is how i spend my time with friends yes hey you want to go to the appliance store sure, sure. and uh, we went in and i said to the appliance salesperson and this was i'm sorry this was not a big box store this was one of these like Boutique only sells appliances appliance store. Oh, like a Vulcan range? Something like that. Those fancy silver refrigerators? Yeah, the kinds of stoves that you get in France that just stay on all the time. Whoa. Um, and I, and the, the person, the salesperson was not a, uh, a, a young person on a, um, on a summer break. It was clearly, this was an appliance salesperson who had held this job for many years. And I said, appliance salesperson, mm-hmm. when we were growing up, you and I, let me just make this, let's just get chummy here. When you and I, people of a similar age, not to flatter either of us, but when we were young, there were lots of different colors of refrigerators. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, the standard, the standard was for us was, uh, I believe it was called avocado. Avocado. You could also get Harvest, which is yellow. Yeah. But there were, uh, yeah, no, there were, there were lots of different ones. I mean, especially in the orange. 60s, there was a lot of day glow. Uh, not day glow, but um, <clears throat> very, very um, bright. And then eventually it just became to, came down to like mostly like, do you want white or something else? 
Well, yeah, you could get an oven that matched your refrigerator. We had an right? all avocado kitchen when oh, I was see, That's lovely. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Anyway, I said to this person, everything I see here in your store, and it is a store stretching like uh, like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. which a lot of things are like, it turns out. Yeah. Poor, poorly managed. And, and but but like extensive. Yes, yes. Like like a, said, but like a, like 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 your dream. Like you know, you that house you walk through. That's the, I've had dreams like this. People who live yeah. in apartments. People in New York have dreams like this all the time. You ever have the dream where you discover a door and there's another house in your house? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I've had that dream a lot. But you're saying the same case here. It's just that it's all silver appliances. Well, and I said to the I said to the appliance salesperson, um, everything in here is silver or black or white. Yeah. Now, what would not, not it an take? avocado to be seen? Ironically now, enough, what would it take? I know somewhere out there there is uh, a pink refrigerator. Now, how do I get it? How mm-hmm. do I get from here to a pink refrigerator? And the appliance salesperson put uh, their hand on my shoulder in a chummy way and said, "Let me walk you over. Let me." Now you walk with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, they walked me over to a refrigerator and they said, now this refrigerator, I can get you in different colors. It's probably like shrimp or salmon. Uh, The the, the color, yeah. But Mm -hmm. um, uh, scampi, shrimp scampi. Uh, But in order to do that, it will cost $1,200 more. Hachi machi to get this in a color because what they do is they put a different color on it. It's a custom job? Yeah. And it's I that said, rare that you have to get... Wow. And I said, is that just between you and me and the, all these refrigerators, mm-hmm. is that a good deal in your estimation? <laughs> and the appliance salesperson shook their head ruefully and said, no, it's not because it's the same exact refrigerator as this one. It, it is as they say what it is. It is what it is, except in order to get it pink. So the, he's, the, I'm sorry. So the appliance salesperson said, the only people that do this are people that don't, that have more money than God. And the person who is designing their kitchen is not answerable to them, right? There's no budget. Mm-hmm. It's like, make my kitchen what I want it to be. And the designer comes in and says, I need a pink refrigerator and we make it. And I said, this is bogus. This is bogus. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the reason that all kitchens are stainless now is that you there just isn't another option. It is not, it is not allowed even. The world has denied the possibility that a normal person would want an avocado refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden I realized, oh, all of these granite countertop kitchens – uh, it's an emperor's new clothes situation. We none of us want them. We're just being told they're beautiful mm-hmm. because it's all there is. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly a, a synopsis of the no, emperor's new clothes. No, but it's, a, but it's story. a little bit of of the of the market and the market makers finding this common ground. Where I mean, I guess an extreme example would be like, I don't know, is there a way to get European power plugs in your house? Maybe mm, I don't you know. Could. Well, I'm, there's It'd probably some way to do that. I'm guessing, but yes. the point, the point being, like you, you're going to be so much better off if you just get one ten stuff. 
because that's that's what everything is. You know, that's extreme. But what you're describing here also makes a lot of sense. You think, think about is... clothing. The same, same with clothing, and mm. which drives me bananas sometimes. Right. Except at Mac Weldon, which, but uh, but a lot of places you go, like I don't know why I can't find pants that fit me. I'm not that uh, strangely shaped. No, I'm not. pretty much like a 35, 30. But nobody yeah, wants regular. to make a 35. Oh, that's true. It's 34 to 36, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, haven't we, I mean, like, look at shoe sizes. Look at the English shoes. Like when you buy Doc Martens, I got to buy Doc Martens big and stuff insoles in there because mm. I'm exactly between, I'm exactly between the two English sizes, which is. Well, so this was the argument that was being made by the Travis McElroys uh, several years ago. I would say starting 10 years ago mm-hmm. where uh, the argument was. All you ever need is one hatchet, Merlin. Hmm. You don't need to keep buying hatchets. Oh, you you're, talk, you're talking hatchet about the you're talking about the undercut boys, not the specific yeah. Travis's McElroy. No, 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 not not Travis's McElroy what you himself. Need, although you can't he afford, exemplifies it. I love that guy. You can't afford everything. You can only afford the best. That is right. Afford the best. They you say that's the, a thing millenniums are very feel strongly about. Like you, you're not going to have all the pens. You're going to have one nice pen. You're going to take care of it. Nice pen, exactly. So, so you just buy one bespoke hatchet. <laughs> I kickstarted a pen today. <laughs> I did. And, I spent uh, over a hundred bucks to kickstart a pen. A nice pen. It's a space pen, but it's a bespoke. Space pen. It's yeah. really nice. It's got a PVD coating. I know you like a space pen. Well, like Does, it ride Does it ride underwater? It can write in, in fucking butter. I can't believe yeah. they didn't include that in the video. Every demo I do, the only demo I ever do for anyone that succeeds is pulling out a space pen to write in butter. <laughs> write it's in the butter. best demo ever. <laughs> Give me some butter. Anyway, so that, one hatchet, so, one hatchet, so one hatchet. that thing, the whole, the whole one hatchet culture, I mean, I, I, I was part of it with my whole Filson thing. Like oh why do you know these jackets are four hundred dollars? But I don't you know, think there's any reason to-, to criticize somebody for wanting a nice thing. No, for either for its niceness nor for the fact that I don't want to have to buy. You go through this. There's, there's so much shit where like I finally like like our coffee maker where we had this this like um, Cuisinart coffee maker that we like, but we had to for one reason or another buy a new one like every year or two. Just and get a you know. One. Well, you can, but that, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to throw Cuisinart under the bus. I actually like their stuff a lot, but there's tons of stuff where you're like, and I try to get my kid to get, understand this is like, you don't want to buy six of something that's inexpensive. If you could buy one of something that might be costly, but not expensive. I wish someone had said this to my dad when he was shopping for stereos in the seventies. Did he get those ones like, like a Walgreens where it looks like, a component system, but it's just a bunch of like, you know what I mean? You ever see, you ever seen the back of one of those like stereos you buy at a oh, mall? I, I had one. If you looked at, it's just if you it's like five the, wires and a bunch of particle board. If you looked at the speakers, which were also particle board, if you looked at them closely, the woofer and tweeter that was visible through the foam, uh, that was just painted on the <laughs> particle board. In fact, it was it's a Trump like loyal a, stereo. Yeah, it was just like a four inch. It's a CNS Pahun tunnel. Um, but but so if you wanted to go spend five hundred dollars on a pair of custom Alden boots, they would fit your foot perfectly. You wouldn't have to get 
a, uh, a half size or, or wouldn't be able to find a half size, but you don't want that. You want to just go get some Doc Martens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I struggle with this all the time because there's Doc Martens that are made in England and then there are Doc Martens that are made in Indonesia or Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are made in England are slightly more expensive. And honestly, when you put them on relative to the ones made in Vietnam, they're worse. The it, ones happened made in Vietnam are it happened with Timbuktu <laughs> bags. Timbuktu famously employed people at the cannery over on Third Street to hand make all of their bags. Mm-hmm. And when you ordered a Timbuktu bag, it was made by probably a Mexican lady, but like working in the cannery in San Francisco, major bag. And then eventually they broke it off to where they were like their, their bespoke custom bags. And then they're like bags for the proles. And I, they are pretty definitely made in Asia now. It's right. difficult not to. It's very, very expensive to make those things. Well, and honestly, I will... I I bet you that if you took them and put them side by side, unless there were very clear uh, manufacturing clues that they that they put into the bags made here to make you know that they were made here, yeah, I bet you the ones made in Asia are better. Well, I mean, think about Levi's and the H O in Mexico. No offense, but like yeah. you know, with Levi's, you really are better off to like look at several pairs, yes. even if they all are from the same lot. I mean, my, I had a girlfriend who would try on, once th- she found something she liked, which took forever, and then she found it in the size she wanted, she would always try on three of that thing. And I said, you're wow. out of your mind. She's like, I am not out of my mind. Because this stuff, well, first of all, what does large mean? What does medium mean? What, is what a does size, large mean? What, what is a size four? Like, what does that mean? It means You nothing. have to try it on because each one, two of them might be the same and one might be different. And you're yeah. doing a little bit of Monty Hall, you know, and pretty soon, you know, you're wearing, uh, you're wearing pants that don't make any sense with a weird rise. Ah, you got to try them on. both the same. Huh? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is um, the same. It is what it is. Countertops. It is what it is. That's right. Oh, uh, sorry. Pink refrigerators. Little, little pink refrigerators for you and me. That's right. Blood, blood on the scarecrow, blood on the plow. Sucking on chili dogs. <laughs> Why does uh, he suck them? So uh, odd. Well, what an odd thing, thing to do. It's a, mid, it's a Midwest thing, thing, I guess. Yeah, Indiana. Yeah, it is Indiana. Yeah. Uh, it's not that. Um, it's not that Iowa sucks. It's that mm. Nebraska blows. No, that's the huh, other. Was way that Oscar around. Wilde? No, I think it was. No, that's the thing that they say in the Dakotas. Either this region it's, goes or I do. It's not that It's not that South Dakota sucks. It's that Nebraska blows. That's what the it is. The only thing worse than being talked about is being from Nebraska. <laughs> so <laughs> later on that summer, last summer, we're talking about now a year ago. Okay. I, uh, I And we've talked about it on the show. I saw a house come for sale. And from the moment it arrived on the on the. Uh, the phone at eight o'clock in the morning, I was like, there it is. There it is. That's the house. And even though the open house didn't start till noon, I jumped in my, I had somewhere to be. And, uh, so I raced over there to this house. And as I turned onto the street, I was like, I had no idea this street existed. And oh. it's incredible. This is an incredible street. Everything it's about like this street. I like. It was like, it was like walking through a door in my house and there was another house. Oh, fuck. I drove up this street that was right by a bunch of other streets that I did know, but I had never I didn't know this street. And then there's the house, and it's and it's you, you can't really even see it from the street. I went in there. I, dr- I drove up. I could see the owners in the house, 
and he was windexing the the mirrors, getting it ready, and she was still in her house coat. But I walked up to the door and I rang the doorbell and I and, and, and I got you the feeling that this is an early stage thing. Well, oh well, what do you mean? Oh, what's the significance of the Windex in the house coat? Just that oh, that they are they're they're living in the house still. The house is has just gone on sale that day. And okay, they're, okay, got it. They're got in there getting it ready for the first open. Oh, house. So you're an, you're an early bird. I'm very early, and they open the door. And I say, hi, I'm sorry to, to bother you. I know your open house doesn't start for a while, but I, you know, I have to, I drop my daughter off at school and I have to go do my podcast with Merlin Mann. Mm-hmm. And oh. I just thought I could come in here for a second and just take a look at the house because it's very beautiful. <laughs> the shorter version being, hi, you don't know me. Can I come in your house? <laughs> right. But uh, you Not know, literally. I never give, I never give a short talk when I could give a long talk. <laughs> I didn't have time. And, and they were like, oh yes, of course. Come in. Wow. So. They give well, me a tour be of the Jehovah's house. Witnesses in reverse. Well, what they were was a couple, mm-hmm. ninety-two years old. Oh, um, they built this house. Uh, they uh, from an architect's design in the fifties. Oh my god! They have lived here ever since. They raised their family here. They continued to live here into their nineties. Um, I talked to the neighbors later, and they were like, "You know, they still play tennis." Those That's two. So sweet. He dyes his hair black still oh, good for him and um you know and she's like i'm in my house coat and i'm like believe me i'm the intruder here don't mm-hmm. you be you be comfortable i'm just i just want to take a look at your beautiful house so they walked me around they showed me all the things and everything i saw i was like this is perfect this mm-hmm. is a perfect house you have a perfect house here and uh and so then i was like you know after i'd seen the house i said i bid you adieu I love your home. It's it's really perfection. And they said, well, you know, we're in our 90s now and it's just too much house. Mm-hmm. And I said, I understand. You've, you've, you've cared for it so well. And I left and I was like, ugh, that's the house. But I can't buy that house because I don't have, I have to sell my farm, right? I, oh, right. As we've discussed, right? The banks yes. won't give me money. Mm. Fucking banks. So I watched this house sell. Have, I, I've described this to you. Have I talked to you about this? Do I watched this house sell, mm-hmm. and and it, and it broke my heart. <sighs> and I kept looking, I kept looking, but I was just like always thinking about this house. I would drive by it. Once I found this street, I, then I would drive by it. It's not the street is is not on the way to anywhere, but I would I would purposely kind of go out of my way. What are you gonna turn down Brigadoon? Fucking a! You Once you know where it is, you know the, the, the clock That's stops. Right. I think. Uh, a few months later, the house comes on the market again. What? But it isn't that the sale fell through. No, no, no. The old the old couple have moved on to sunnier climbs. What happened was a young, uh, presumably tech peoples, <laughs> and by young I mean forty yeah. five, um, bought it on the assumption they were going to get a. They had a job lined up. Amazon, let's guess. Oh, look, I see. And the job didn't come through, and so they had f- completed the sale of that's the home. That's going to be the costly. Oh, that's going to cost Because you're still you. paying a lot of stuff. It's like when you drive oh, the car right. off the lot. I don't know how to buy a house. I don't fucking know. But it seems like after you've gone through all this with the fees and the whatnots and the brokerages oh, yeah. and the escrows oh, and all oof, that, oof, it's, it's not free money. You, no, like you always say, there's no such thing as free money. 
It's gonna. I do. I do say that it's gonna cost you fifty thousand dollars to do that. Jiminy Christmas! They put, put the house back on the market, um, and it sold a second time for more than before. For more. For mm-hmm. more. Each each one of these times, it sold for more. Ugh. And what was nice about this house is it's completely intact. They built it in the fifties. They lived there their whole lives. They never had a problem. The stove was avocado and they were fine with that. It Mm -hmm. kept working. And so why mess with it? The bathrooms were pink. Um, there was a time they did the thing that I see a lot in this neighborhood where they put handholds in the, in the bathroom because that's good for everybody. I love those. I love a handhold. But other than that, they're, you know, they're, they're the same. Okay. I said, is there Oak, because there's oak floors in a lot of the house, but in the living room, again, wall-to-wall carpet. Mm-hmm. And I said, is there oak under the carpet? And he said, well, we knew we wanted carpet in the living room, so we didn't put oak under it. And, you know, he's like, they they, they built this place. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't, anyway, that funny? So- Isn't that funny that there was a time when it made you feel like a poor to not have carpeting? Oh, I know. What does what is, uh, what is, um, uh, Vito Corleone do? Like one of the first things he does when he gets crooked is he brings his wife a rug. He brings her a rug. And That's I think right. he brings her a pair. It's all wrapped up. <laughs> he wrapped, it, wrapped a pair in a piece of paper and some wax paper. Isn't that So great? underneath, what would be underneath? Uh, just for, oh, for just the record, sub, what would it be? Some just, sort of subfloor. I don't know. It mm-hmm. wouldn't matter to Nothing me because sexy and I would also have wall-to-wall carpet in that space. Mm-hmm. That's what it wants. That's, that's what the what room it, wants. Anyway, I watched it sell again, and it was worse the second time because that many more months had gone by where I was looking for a house, and there was there was none to, none to find, none that I liked. Houses coming on sale all the time, one granite kitchen after another, oh. and um, and this with its avocado stove oh. is is really what I want. Now, am I crazy? Yes, of course, of course I am. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm not sitting and trying on five pairs of Levi's at the Fred Meyer, looking for the one that that fits my that you know where the legs are. A little bit like a passport. A pan, a pan can call out to you. But I am. But I want linoleum and mm-hmm. I want shag. Mm-hmm. 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 Sells again. <sighs> so over the. Are you window, kidding me? What is happening now? Talk about haunted. What the hell? Well, and so I say to my mom, "This is this is terrible." Yeah. I don't know how many how many more times this house can sell at, that I can bear. And she said she, because my mom has been very influenced by my sister and my sister was very <laughs> influenced by the secret. And they spend an awful lot of time I really don't, saying I don't want to hear that about your mom. I saying, really don't. Just manifest it. Yeah. And I go Are you manifesting or you probably weren't manifesting? I go stop talking is yeah. what I say. Right. But no, so so the, all that manifestation talk has stopped you know, several years ago because it, because it morphed and it morphed. And I'm sure that I'm sure I, my sister isn't one to renounce things. I don't think she's renounced it, but she's not, she's not on that trip anymore. I mean, that's that's not an active project anymore. No, you start with Elizabeth Gilbert, Mm -hmm. you move into the secret and then eventually you're like, my sister is leading guided meditations now in Guatemala. Okay. You, you, You eat and you love, and then eventually you pray. That's right. Okay. So my mo- what my mom does say is, she says, I have a feeling about this house. Ooh. I have a feeling that you're going to live in this house one day. So just let go, let God. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where to, I don't know what shoe box full of belt buckles to put that in, mm-hmm. but okay. Mm-hmm. Let go so and let God. That's a little, that's a little bit of a spiritual, it is what it is. 
in some ways. It is what God says it is. That is. It is. You need to let go. First you let go. Yeah. First, Mm -hmm. you you can't let God unless you let go. Oh, you can't be picked up from the fall until you jump. That's right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how's it going? So... So, so we have we, you, you and I have covered uh, the 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 long period of selling my house and all this shenanigans, and now I'm living here. I'm sitting in my living room. This is why I don't have coffee because the house is kind of evacuated kind of, of all. What I, what I figured. Things. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, just kind of like, well, I got some, you know, actually right here next to me, I have a box of pretend sushi that my daughter was playing with. Oh. If that gives you, if that gives you a sense hmm. of how bourgeois I am. Hmm. Darling, that's the Maguro. Mm. Uh, so in the several months, in the six to nine months since then, I have continued to drive by this house. Mm-hmm. Drive by it, drive by it. Nothing going on. There's no dumpster out front. There's no mm. lights on inside. There's no car parked out front. Nothing has changed. There was a big windstorm, and the driveway was just covered with pine cones and beetles for for a month. And I was like, nobody's hmm. living in this house. Hmm. Nothing's going on here. That, now that seems unusual. Very unusual. It seems like with the, with the, there would be some kind of activity of some kind. It does seem like that. Like it would be so, an Air, like at the very least, these moderns would make it into an Airbnb or something. Something would happen. You're right. <clears throat> so I went, I started going up, I started parking and going up and peering in the windows. Okay. Well, nothing going on. There are some hmm. boxes on the floor. <laughs> Did you check the doorknobs? I didn't check the doorknobs. Uh, there are boxes on the floor. There are some children's shoes in the entryway. Hmm. Um, but no one's living there. Uh, there was a very elaborate um, like security camera setup installed. But it's that kind of security camera setup that you can get now at Costco. Like it's mm, like an it, all-in-one. It looks expensive because mm-hmm. there are 30 cameras, but it was it was just it's just like basically you lick the bottom of a suction cup and you stick it to a window. Yes. Um and then after a few months, a very expensive BMW shows up in the carport that never moves. Hmm. So hmm. What? I look, so I watch it might be a safe house? Well, so, but well, what about the kids' shoes? What about the children's shoes? What's going on with those? It's, uh, it's uh, information warfare. There's definitely not any CIA agents here or Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes has several all around London. You get a safe house. You get a place where you can go. Right, There's right, another right. name for it. There's a specific yeah, safe kind of, house. Like, a, like a bug out room. Yeah, it's know? a bug out room. Bug out, bug, bug out, it's yeah. A, it's a bug in room. Mm. Um. Weird. What BMW? So, who leaves a BMW outside of an empty house? That's weird. And it's, an, it's expensive. This one, is too. all very suspicious, John. It's very suspicious. So <sighs> I continued to do this. I continued to do this for uh, this creeping on it for a while, and eventually I got frustrated. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna race ahead here okay. a little bit in the story because that's, uh, that's fine. I I completed the sale of my house. And I went by this house, and I, um, I wrote a little letter. I said, "Hi, my name's John. Um, you might have heard of me from such uh, popular shows as you ever, Merlin, uh, you ever watch the OC? Roderick on the line. That song on the OC, no big deal. With Merlin Mann. Mm-hmm. I would go with the OC personally. <laughs> I had done. I'd done some research. I, I was going to skip ahead, but I, but I realized I need to fill in a little. Yeah, by bit. all means. 
I'd done some research. I found the tax records. I found out where this person lives, the person that bought the house. They live in uh, Los Angeles. Mm. I was able from that, uh, I was able from those tax records to find their house in Los Angeles, which is a brand new, super modern loft style townhouse in Silver Lake. I reached out to the real estate agent that had completed the transaction, and I found out a little bit about the person that had bought the house. Um, Recently divorced, bought the house in order to have a place to to hang out with his kids. But he's a wheeler dealer. Is he like a divorced dad? Divorced dad. Lives in Los Angeles. Wheeler dealer. It's a it's a a, a marital a bug out house. Something like that. But okay. he, but also if you're gonna if you're gonna get a place in Seattle to come visit your kids mm-hmm. every other weekend, let me suggest if anyone's listening that has this same conundrum, get yourself a three bedroom apartment somewhere that mm-hmm. when you lock the door and leave, it's it will be the same when you get back. A house is a lot of maintenance. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just get a get, just get a condo. That's really just good advice. Con- That's actually really good advice. Maybe he did just it for a- like investment reasons. Well, uh, so I know some about him. I know his story a little bit, and he knew that I had talked to his real estate agent, and he had indicated to his real estate agent that maybe he might be convinced to sell. Now that's interesting. If the price, price was is right. right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay. Anyway, I let it ride because I didn't have the money. But then all of a sudden, now my house is sold. The thing is all cleared the bank and everything. And now I'm here I am. I'm in the position where the banks now will loan me the money that I need. I have the down payment. I'm here is it, I am. Is it in your ballpark? Well, that depends okay. on how wheeler dealer he wants to be. Because oh, when I, I see. That's still a question mark. When the house sold the first time, it was in my price range. When it sold the second time, it was in my price range. Mm-hmm. But now, but now, if he wants to be like, you know, but working in my favor, like the market is flattened, there's a lot going on, a lot of factors to take into consideration. Okay. So the other day, I wrote a letter, and I slipped it under his door, and I said, I'm the guy that was looking at your house a few months ago, several months ago, uh, still interested in talking. Why don't you give me a ringy dingy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he did. Now that's interesting. This he is told, all very interesting. He, he sounds, he sounds at least slightly motivated about a wheeler dealer with a BMW and kids who lives in Los Angeles doesn't return calls unless there's something that he desires. And he said, Hey, I'm real busy. You know, I, mm, I'm sure I, everybody's busy dude. Pump I've, the brakes. I've, I fly a lot, you Ugh, know, uh, but I get, you. but like, let's get on it. Let's, let's hop on a call. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. So we hop One on. One ringy dingy. We, we <laughs> hop, hop on the call. Uh, and he spends the first half of the call telling me that how, uh, how very busy he is. Oh, yeah. um, but also how much he's fallen in love with the house. He really, he's been living there six months. Um, every other weekend. So he's been there a total of, I think, I, I'm not sure, between three and 13 weekends. 
what are you his mom um i'm not sure how many weekends i not a lot i've I've driven by quite a few times oh there was a he did put a big 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 tv in the living room mm. and i drove by one time and saw him playing a first person shooter game this man's lonely and he was standing this he was standing this man, this, man, this, this man is lonely Anyway, he says how much he loves the house. He and his kids have really uh, bonded with it. He bought it um, because he was an architecture minor in college. Oh, my God. I hate this and guy. I, and I was like, hmm, is that? You, you uh, know what? I, first of all, I bet, he, I, bet he, I bet he sometimes wears, wears a hat. And, and also, also my, yeah, but I bet he's also one of those guys who's got a, a big bag and he's flying first class and he's, and he's standing up near the line and when there's not even a line yet. I bet uh, he's that guy. Standing up by the line. He's talking on his phone about the Henderson well, deal. And, you know, and, and talking to him on the phone, it is very Henderson deal style of conversation. But I, I like him. You know, mm, he's, right. he's, not, he's not impersonal. He's, he's mm. given me some background. Um. Yeah, he really likes the he really likes the 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 mid century modern style, mm-hmm. uh, and he's emotionally invested in it, of course, because they've been they've been there now sure. for a while, really gotten into it. I said, "Oh, so does your ex wife live around here?" And he was like, "Huh? No, 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 no. She lives over in Bellevue." And I was like, "That's weird." So you're you come here once, you come here every every other weekend, and your wife and kids live forty five minutes from here. Why wouldn't you get a condo over by the? Anyway, you know what? It's not my business. Yeah. And he said, "Well, but you did, we've covered this already. You do wonder, right? You did well." And what this he is said, the kind of thing you can't was, help but wonder about. My mind is reeling about what the fuck's going on with this guy. His answer was that it, the house was close to the airport. Okay. Because he flies a lot. He's very. Oh, busy. he's so because he's so busy. Yeah. So it's by the airport. That's. Super interesting. Okay. All right. So then he says, now here's okay. where it gets, here's where we start to drill down to brass tacks. Okay. Because he says, well, I've got some money invested in it. Mm. And I was thinking, I've been around the house several times now, as you can imagine, in the, in the night. And um, I don't, I don't know that that is true, that he has any money invested in it. And he says, well, I did a lot of yard work. Oh, Sure. Well, what that meant is that somebody he hired somebody to come rake up all the leaves. That could that could be uh, up to eight hundred or nine hundred dollars. That's right. I think it was closer to five, but yes, he did do that. Mm. But he didn't, you know, he didn't lie. He just was like, "I've got let me let me break down the money I've got into this." This guy's insecure. He's insecure and he's lonely. I paid eight hundred dollars to get the yard raked. Yeah. Um, And he said, "You you know, you've been there. You've seen. You know, it used to be really overgrown." Where's my parade? Wow. And then he's so said, overgrown. Then he said, mm-hmm. big fan of the mid-century modern style, I, but it needs some updating. I hired an architect. The architect has drawn out some plans. Uh, I'm going to gut the kitchen and the bathrooms. <sighs> I'm going to open up the, the living room into, or open up the kitchen into the living room into a more, you know, um, open plan. I'm going to get, uh, and he said, he, I swear to you, he said, I'm going to get, you know, granite countertops. I'm going to get uh, stainless steel appliances. You know, like like bring it into the modern era. Make oh it look cool and make God. it look. Uh, and, uh, you know, the bathrooms too and probably, you know, it, so it's going to be a big job. I'm, you know, I'm looking to spend a bunch of money on this place. It's like the Stepford douchebags. So fucking <laughs> weird. And I said, at this point, really, really holding my tongue, I mm-hmm. said, um, 
Well, you know, it sounds like I'm a little bit more rustic than you. And I would probably just live in it as it is. And he gave a big laugh. He, you know, he liked the word rustic. Oh, you're not going to say it straight up. You're going to dangle it out there. You're, am I getting this? That you're kind of saying, well, I'm motivated to buy and you might not need to spend that dough. Well, what, so, so what I was saying was, and, and I, and I should have said this more, um, uh, like, uh, literally, or I should have said this exact thing, which is, you know, for that amount of money, you could probably get a house. What I didn't want to do was reveal that I had looked at his house in LA. Yes. What I should have said was the house that you have in LA sounds like that's the house you want in Seattle, modern granite. Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't need a lot of it's turnkey. Uh, why don't you go get one of those closer to your kids in Bellevue Mm -hmm. and, or just abandon the whole pretense that you want to see your kids and just follow your career. Your yeah, let's busy listen guy, to your heart. Or whatever. You don't care about like, those kids. But I did say to him several times, like, this is a mm-hmm. lot of house. It's a lot of upkeep. And it seems like, um, you know, every other weekend, probably this isn't the, the best place for that. And <laughs> so, uh, so he said, well, what are we talking about here? What what kind of ballpark, he says. Mm. Don't go first. Uh, well, so what I said was, the way I see it, if we do this transaction privately without the use of a intermediary, mm-hmm. we'd be saving ourselves $50,000 in the costs that it would cost you to, to engage with an agent. To sell this house, if you wanted to sell it, is that right? Because you're saying you're, saying, that's you're, right. you're that's implying right. that you're not going to have a buying agent, and a selling agent. That's right. You're going to we're going to save we're going to save the uh, you're you're, you're, you're a grown of, man. You're busy. This isn't your first day, guys. right? Let's just get this done. Let's, let's just do this between. Let's just do this off the books. What are we talking about? At which point he says, "Well, you know, my sister's a lawyer that works in the real estate thing. She could probably draw up a contract really fast." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. see." We're almost we done. Got, We're almost done here. Your sister's a lawyer. My sister's uh, leading mm-hmm. a guided meditation She's in Guatemala. Meditation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he says, so what are we talking about? So mm-hmm. I say, so what I do is I put a number on the table that is a number between the price he bought it for and the price he told his real estate agent was what he was willing to sell it for. Okay. I put one right down the middle. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to pay the amount that he once did he swing he said ah well god with the stuff the money i've got into it i feel like i just don't i'm not sure i want to sell i really i mean we've said everything there is to say i just feel like i need some time to think about it yeah why don't i think about it over the weekend and i'll give you a call early next week you know monday or tuesday Mm-hmm. And I said, great talking to you. You know, I really feel like talking to you has, has, has taught me a lot about how the, how the world works. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I look forward to hearing from you. And he was like, great. I'll talk to you. I'll give you, I'll give you a call next week. Well, here we are. It's Monday. Marlon, and it's anything could happen day. Wait, this is the titular Monday. This is the Monday. Oh, so 
This is, this is still very much not dead. Not dead. Oh, it's alive, but it's not. It's not dead. The phone could ring. The phone could and, ring. And so, and the phone could ring, and he could say, "You know, I've thought about it, and yeah, I really see, want." You know, you know, he's very busy and put a lot of money into that house, and his kids have really yeah. bonded with his big fucking TV. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, or, <clears throat> and he could say that mm. as a ploy to get me to go, well, what's it going to take? Uh, or he could come back and say, I want X amount of dollars. Yeah. And it could, the thing is that, that if he wanted crazy more X amount of dollars, when I offered the amount that I offered, he would have walked away. He would have laughed. Mm-hmm. He would have gone like, what? This house is totally worth blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he was like, oh, mm, yeah, I, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like he's Wheeler Dealerin. Yeah. He's still talking. If you guys are talking, you're still closing. That's what I'm saying. Now, it could be that at the end of today, I've talked to this guy again. Uh-huh. He has said, you know what? Yeah, I'm willing to sell the house to you. Why don't we just get this ball going? Uh-huh. In which case, I would be in a transaction uh, don't, later don't, this afternoon. Don't pre-jinx it. This is a, that's a, this is a lot to expect. It's true. It's I don't true. think this is a serious man. I don't think he's going to call you. Oh, you don't think so? Well, not because of you. Not because he has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your offer. This guy sounds like a dingling. Well, yeah, but I think he's not a serious man. Those are who make the world go round. You're right. You're right. I, I flew on United flight recently. I was I was in super business class, and there were a lot of insufferable people up there. And the thing is, they're doing business, and what's they're very busy. What, what's true about this transaction is that it is business. This is a business transaction. Get them and to you, sign on the line that is dotted. Yeah. Yes. If you like business, mm-hmm. like I like business. Mm-hmm. Um. This is a uh, this is an opportunity to do another business transaction, which will stand in place of having real feelings. It will stand in place right. of going to church on Sunday. Try, trying to try understand why people don't like you instead of just that they don't like you. This is a turnaround, right? Yes. And he could. And what I'm saying to him is, look, maybe you're not going to get rich, but the market has flattened out. Have you thought about you're crying? Gonna, who me? Well, yeah, it's tough. No, no, it would be a performance, obviously. But have you thought about really just fucking bawling? I don't think that that I don't think that 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 will appeal to him. I okay. think that that just hardens his heart. What, what gonna, if you brought a tire? I'm going to swallow t- my tears. What if you brought a tire iron? I <laughs> <And> cried. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to come back and want to negotiate <clears throat> because that's. I think he's going to come back and say. I think he's going to come back and say if he calls you. I, mean, yeah. I think he's not a serious man, but he loves his business. And if businessman, if salaryman call you. I think he's going to say, well, actually, what I want is a J random number I gave my real estate agent. J random number. Mm-hmm. Well, so here is the difficulty with that. Mm-hmm. The difficulty is that the number that he said um, isn't outrageous. Oh, shit. The number that he said is actually. So that, that would not represent the end for you. It's perfectly reasonable. The number that he's asking for, and in fact, probably represents the value. Should we of hold off releasing this episode until this is done? <laughs> maybe. I mean, you kind of opened the whole playbook. I mean, yeah. It could be. Um, it mm-hmm. could be that he does some. 
he does some due diligence on on me and goes back and mm-hmm. listens to 50 episodes of our award-winning podcast. Because actually says, listen, I'm a fan. I, I, I love your show. And yeah, right. <clears throat> I really liked the latest episode where Merlin called me a, a, a unserious. <laughs> and I'll be like, well, you know. That was I mean, Merlin. That guy's, that guy's Merlin, so crazy. You know, He's never going to go home. Listen, if you love the show mm-hmm. like I love the show. Yes. Business. You know that Merlin, am I right? It's that guy. Do it. Sacrifice me. I, I don't have any dignity. Do whatever, it, do whatever it takes to find a place to live. But I will say, before I hit the bell, in about 15 seconds, what I'm going to say to you, John Roderick, is you have just left even more threads hanging. So tune in next week for Did John Cry in Front of the Businessman? Oh, God. Why's everything got to be hard? It's so hard. <laughs>